Welcome to another message from Charles Millett Ministries. For more information, contact Christian Provision Ministries at 919-774-9462 or visit us online at www.christianprovision.com. mighty God we serve. Well, y'all, you know, I believe in all of my heart, and, and I want to be careful not to just say that this is all that 2020 has done. I just want to share from my personal experience because I believe 2020 has done a lot of things, and God has revealed a lot uh, to so many of us. Uh, however, at the same time, I want to share a, a portion of what I believe that 2020 was designed to teach us. And I believe one of the things that the year 2020 was designed to teach us was what matters most. You know, the 2020 uh, vision has just helped things to be, y'all, really so crystal clear for us. And we've lost a lot, y'all, of what we actually called normal. And we realized that our comfortable world could be turned upside down and right side up all at the same time. So what is it that we have learned and how do we respond to what it is that we have learned? Uh, we can be the kind of people that sink back into self-pity and blame everyone else or we can focus on what matters the most. Uh, in Philippians chapter 3, uh, verse 13 and 14, and there are couple of passages of Scripture that I want to actually share with you. Uh, but in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13 and 14 is where I have chosen or have been led to draw my subject from on tonight that we're going to be uh, sharing with you. Let's look at Philippians 3, 13 and uh, verse 14. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved. But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Wow. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Now, this is Paul uh, at the end of his story, and he is sharing, and, and, and Paul at the end of his story is choosing to... Uh, focus on really what matters the most. And Paul is saying to us from this passage of Scripture, he was saying, the goal of doing what God has called me to do is the thing that matters the most. He said, I'm going to forget, which means I'm going to put behind me my failures, but not only my failures, but also my successes. And this, we got to get this, and I, I really hope that we get it because in many cases when we look at this passage of Scripture, we can be tempted to think that everything about putting behind us the past is only connected to the things that were not enjoyable, the things that created turmoil or the things that went wrong or didn't go right. But Paul was not only talking about putting behind him the things that didn't go right, he also was saying, as I press toward the mark, as I press toward what God has called me to do, I also have to put my successes behind me because I can't go into my future 
banking on my previous success being the way that God's going to operate even in the future years of my life. And so we have to be the same way and understand, y'all, what matters most is not only putting my failures behind me, but as I uh, brace myself and you brace yourself to step into this new dawning of a new year, we also have to make sure that we're not trying to chart our own course by just holding on to our previous success and let that be the steps that we actually take. Because I believe that God is doing something so incredibly new for us because God has used this year, 2020, to teach all of us about what matters most. And Paul said, what matters most to me, the goal of doing what God has called me to do is what matters most. And that's what I want to talk to us about tonight. What matters most? Would you help me tonight to share what our subject is with everyone that's a part of our viewing audience tonight? Would you put this in the chat stream? Would you put this on our blackboard of conversation on tonight? What matters most? And I hope that as a result of what we're able to paint for you tonight on this canvas, I hope that what will matter most for you is the same thing that matters the most for Paul and the same thing that I believe God would desire would matter the most for all of us. What I hope and pray will matter the most is that what God has called us to do, it is my prayer that doing what God has called us to do will be the thing that will matter the most in our life. We just, uh, this uh, past week, were having our Christmas dinner. And while we were having our Christmas dinner, I was like, I picked up my plate. And as I was uh, actually uh, putting my plate together, you know, I, I took and I, I put a slice of this on my plate and uh, I put a slice of that on my plate and I put uh, a piece of this on my plate and I put a side of that on my plate until my plate was full. And then I thought, for just a moment, you know, our life is like that. It's really like that in general and it's been like that uh, in 2020, you know what I'm saying? And we put like a slice of work on our plate, uh, a slice of relationship on our plate. We put a piece of finance on our plate. Uh, how about a, a slice of school or uh, a piece of family uh, or how about uh, uh, a piece of health or how about a side of hobby? But oh, oh yeah, don't forget, how about a side of God too? We got all of that on our plate. But please hear me. Jesus does not be, does not need to be, and should not be just a side on our plate in our life. When God is a slice or God is a side on our plate in life, that means that he's a condiment. That means that God is an add-on. We found a way to insert him into what else is going on in our plate of life. And it's like when we're adding Jesus as a side. It's like I'm adding Jesus to what I'm doing in my life the same way I was adding the different dishes that my wife had made to my plate. All of that was being added to my meal. And when we just add Jesus, it's like, again, 
I'm adding him to the plans or adding him to what it is that I'm doing. And I'm saying, hey, Lord, as a result of me adding you as a side or slice in my plate of life, I want to ask you to bless my plans. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with asking God uh, to bless our plans. But, but what if our plans are unbalanced? The very thing that we're asking God to bless. Or what if our priorities are actually off? I mean, what if our decisions that we're asking God to bless as a result of our plan, what if they are under the influence of what we've actually been through and not necessarily what it is that God wants to help us with? Wow. So when I think about it, I say, you know, wow, <laughs> here's my plate of life, and, and I was adding all of the stuff to my plate. But y'all... When I think about the plate, what if instead of God being a side or God being a slice of something in my life, what if God himself was the plate? When I say what if God was the plate, what if God is the foundation and everything in our life that we add to our life it's sitting actually on God. It's like God, instead of me like just adding this and adding that to my plate of life, instead of just being my plate, the plate actually becomes God and everything in my life that is resting on God, God helps me to place it where it actually should be because God becomes the support for it. What if God was not just a side on the plate? What if God himself really was the plate? What if God is the foundation of our life? And again, it's what I want to share with you on this last night in the year of our Lord 2020. What matters most? And I believe in all of my heart that this year brings an invitation for all of us to follow Jesus. And when Jesus said to his disciples, he said, listen, I want y'all to follow me. Jesus was literally saying to them, I want you to be all in because that's the only way to go when it comes down to being with Jesus and that's how it works. Being all in is how it works. Say this with me again, what matters most? So as you place things on your life plate, God has to be that plate. And again, when I say God has to be that plate, God has to be that foundation not an add-on, and each slice uh, of what we add to our plate to God tends to be a little larger or a little smaller, predicated on where we are in our life and what's happening at that season in our life. And so I couldn't help but, you know, really to, 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 to kind of, of, of really think about the fact that God really needs to be the foundation in our life. So what matters most? What matters most? And I hope and pray again that what matters most is what is it that God has called me to do? May that be the thing that matters the most in my life. And may that be the thing that matters the most in your life. So this teaching tonight is not intended to be deep. However, it is intended to be extremely powerful in your night, in your life tonight. 
So it's a basic insight into really what matters the most. So as I teach and I minister to you tonight, I want you to know that we listen and we learn not just to know, but we listen and we learn actually to do. It's intended tonight for each of us to, to, to get to the place to where it helps us in our everyday walk in our relationship with God. So I want to help all of us tonight to prepare to really be successful in 2021 as we move forward in our walk with God. So tonight, even in this message, in this teaching, it's a fresh start. It's a new opportunity. And if you listen to me tonight, not just to know, but if you listen to me tonight to do, there is no way your life can remain the same in the year of our Lord 2021. So I'm thinking about 2020, and I'm thinking about our homes, and I'm thinking about how God has uh, had us in our house and how God's had us focusing on our own homes and our own families and, and how fitting it is tonight to be talking about what matters most, to be talking about the foundation of your life. What does your life rest on? What does my life rest on? So Jesus tells a parable in Matthew chapter 7, and it's verse 24 down through verse 29. And what he does in this parable is Jesus gives us a natural illustration, and it will be a spiritual message that comes out of this natural illustration. So with this natural illustration, there is a spiritual message that he wants to get across to us. And I believe it's going to be a great blessing to you tonight. So let's look here at uh, Matthew, verse 24 down through verse 29, all right? Check this out. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on a bedrock. Wow. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and the floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teachings. For he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of the religious law. So, we see right here in this passage of Scripture, now remember, this is a natural illustration in which God is going to reveal and bring out for us a spiritual message. Say this with me, what matters most, okay? Now, get this. Jesus says, anyone <laughs> who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Jesus said, the wise person builds his house on a solid rock. Remember, this is a natural illustration. 
with a spiritual message. Jesus said, those that hear my teaching and does not obey it is a foolish person. Wow. So what is the foundation of our life resting on? In this natural illustration where a spiritual message is going to come out of it, you and I will get to see it. So I want to give you the spiritual message that's behind this natural illustration, but let's look at the natural illustration first. So from our text, from our scripture reference tonight, this is what I want you to notice about the natural illustration. Number one, there are two builders. One builder is wise and one builder is foolish, okay? So there are two builders. The second thing to notice in this natural illustration is there are two houses. Both of these houses look sturdy. Both of these houses look attractive. Both of these houses were nice really to look at. Why would you say, Bishop, that both of these houses were nice? Because there was no difference in either one of the houses before the storm. So they both were attractive. So when you look at the two houses before the storm, there was no difference. They were both nice-looking houses, good-looking houses. I mean, the kind of house that, that you and I would want. I mean, the kind of house that's attractive to us. Now, we're not talking about going inside and inspecting the house. What we're talking about right now is what the Lord gave us in the Word. These two houses, and they both are nice houses. We're just looking at these houses from the outside, from what the Scripture has given us, and it looks like the kind of house that you and I would actually want to live in. So we got two builders. Wow. Uh-huh. We got two houses. The third thing I want you to notice in this natural illustration is we have two storms. Both storms beat against both houses. In other words, the storm hit one house, and the storm also hit the other house. So both of the houses were impacted by the storm. So we got two builders, two houses, and we got two storms. But we don't just stop there. There's a fourth thing about this illustration that you need to know as well. We got two foundations. Yes, one house was built on a rock foundation, and the other was built on a sand foundation. Two builders, two houses, two storms, two foundations, and then finally, we got two results. One house withstood the storm, and the other house collapsed. Say this with me, what matters most? Out of this natural illustration that is going to reveal the spiritual message, it is my prayer that each of us, as we ask ourselves what matters most, will be willing to look at what God is sharing with us tonight as we stand on the gateway of this new year and we'll say to ourselves, what God has called me to do is what matters the most. So we got two builders, two houses, two storms, two foundations, and two results. Now, one house in our text tonight stood the test. During the storm, the one house was able to stand. The other house went through the same storm, 
but that house collapsed. Listen to me now. Please listen. The storm was not the difference maker in the two houses. Are you listening to me? The storm was not the difference maker because a storm came against both houses. It was not like one house went through a storm and the other house went through a better storm or uh, the weather was better for the other house. They both went through the storm. The storm hit both houses. The storm was not the cause of the collapse. The storm was not the cause of why the house fell. The storm actually revealed the quality of the foundation of each of those houses. The storm did not make the difference. It actually revealed the difference. The storm did not cause the difference. It revealed the difference in the quality of the foundation in each one of those houses. It actually revealed the support system that each house had. What is our life built on? What matters the most? What God has called us to do. And in order to focus on what God has called us to do, we've got to think about what our life rests on. What are we actually built on? So what's the purpose of the foundation in Bishop? Very good. Glad you want to know because we got to ask ourselves, what is our life built on? The foundation, it supports the structure of what's above it because the foundation is down in the ground. And the foundation, again, is designed to support the structure that's above the foundation. The foundation is also designed, for example, to support the house that's built. It's not only designed to support the house. The foundation is also designed to support the contents in the house. The foundation is also designed to support the people who are in the house. The foundation keeps the water out. It's a barrier that causes the water and uh, the soil in itself not to just sink and the water to just, like, make its way into the house. Come on and say this with me. What matters most? Come on, say it. What matters most? As a matter of fact, what matters most is key. Okay, so we know that the house that was built on the rock, that house stood, right? Come on, say right. It stood, all right? But the house built on the sand, y'all, that house collapsed. So what was the problem with the sand foundation? Well, the sand foundation, it shifts. When the pressure of the storm came, the foundation in itself shifted. The sand foundation began to shift. And when the foundation shifts, the footings begin to drop. The foundation walls begin to shift outward. And when the foundation shifts, y'all, it produces cracks in the foundation, it produces cracks in the wall, and it allows water to creep in. In other words, what's above the ground is no longer with its support system to withstand the storms of life. And that's why God is saying to us, uh, what, what is our life built on? And he's given us this natural illustration with this spiritual message behind it to cause us to really look at as we go into the new year and, and, and coming out of 2020, what our house, what our life is built on. 
will determine how well we are able to stand as we go into what God has for us. And I'm telling you, I believe in all of my heart that God wants us to really get what he's saying to us tonight. So if a house is built on the sand, if the problem is not fixed, over time the foundation will literally just waste away and the house will literally be destroyed. It will collapse. So right away we see that the sand foundation is not the best foundation, y'all, to build on without some type of reinforcement. So we see this natural illustration. So what's the spiritual message, Bishop, that is tucked away inside of this natural illustration in reference to my life tonight, in reference to what matters most, in reference to coming out of 2020 and stepping into 2021, what is Jesus trying to show us? What is the Lord speaking to me? What is it that God wants me to learn so that I'll be able to do, I believe in all of my heart, that God has used 2020 to show us what matters most because 2021 should be about what matters most in our Life. And it is my prayer again that as we look at it and we ask ourselves this, we will say to ourselves as a result of what I've seen and what God has shown me, what matters most is what God has called me to do. So look at this. Here's the spiritual message. The two builders represent two kinds of Christians. One Christian is a wise Christian. The other Christian is a foolish Christian. Now, please listen to me. I, I, it, it does not say that one was saved or the other was unsaved. So I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying that this is all about who is saved or who is not saved. This is about us as believers. It is about us as Christians. And God is saying to us, there are two types of Christians are two kinds of Christians, and that's what the builders actually represent. Again, one Christian is wise, and the other Christian is actually foolish. So it's talking about there are two kinds of believers. One is wise, and the other is foolish. So is it possible, Bishop, for a person to be saved and be a foolish Christian? Is it possible to be a foolish Christian? Yes, it's possible. Please hear me. I, I'm, I'm not talking about your salvation if you're saved or if you're not saved. I'm giving all of us credit for being saved. However, you can be saved and be wise, and you can be saved and be foolish. And the Scripture is letting us know, or God wants to reveal to us, that the spiritual message in this is that we don't want to be Christians and be foolish. We want to be Christians and actually be wise. Number two, second point in the spiritual message is this. The two houses represent two lives. A life that's built on the sand and a life that's built on a rock. So we got two kinds of Christians. We got two kinds of lives. Oh, glory to God. And yes, I'm, I'm, I'm saying to you in this last day, in the year of our Lord 2020, coming through this pandemic, your life is either built on a rock or your life is built on sand. 
Yes, through all of this year and what God has done and what we have learned, not just so we know, but what we have learned so we can do. Every one of us tonight, our life is either built on a rock, glory to God, or either our life is actually built on the sand. Mm. Number three, the two storms represents the problems and the difficulties that everyone has to face. So we got two kinds of Christians, two kinds of lifestyles, and then we got the problems and we got the difficult times that all of us have had to face in this year 2020. Even though the house was built on a rock, the storm still came. Even if your life is built on a rock, we still had to deal with COVID-19. If your life was built on the sand, we had to deal with COVID-19. So what I'm saying is no matter how or what our house or our life has been built on, we still all had to walk through this year. No matter how good of a believer I am or no matter how good of a believer you are, challenges will come in our life. We're not exempt from that. So there are going to be some situations. There are going to be some circumstances. And y'all, it could be like a finance situation. It could be a health situation. It could be like a ministry storm or a relationship storm or it could be a family storm. It could be a job storm or even people that lost people in their life that were close to them that have gone on to be with the Lord in 2020. I mean, losing someone that you care about in itself can even be a storm in your life. So the two storms in the life of these two Christians that have these two lifestyles represents the problems and the challenges of life. So Christians, think about it. How are we going to live our life? Because all of us will deal with our own problems and we'll all deal with our own challenges. So remember, it was not the storm that caused the house to fall, but the storm revealed the quality of the foundation that the house was sitting on. Say this with me again, what matters most? So it is in my life. We've been through some storms, and it's not the storms that causes us to fail in life. It's not the storms that causes us to come up short in life. I mean, think about it. We all have had to go through it, and many have come out on top, and others have had a very hard or difficult time coming through it. The spiritual message is this, what is my life built on? Is it built on that rock called Jesus or is it built on that sand where I create what I believe I need to be able to stand? Because the challenges of life, the storms of life will actually come at all of our lives. Charles Millett Ministries would like to thank you for listening to this message. We pray that the favor of God continues to elevate your life. Our mission is to get clear, get focused, and get moving. If you want more information about our ministry, please contact Christian Provision Ministries at 919-774-9462 or visit us online at www.christianprovision.com.